Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 124 of 7 Minutes of Biblical Wonder, and I'm going to call today Theology with a, with a Riot. You have to love the action of the book of Acts, and today we're going to see in a capital called Ephesus a big riot of people that start acting crazy, and they don't even know why they're acting crazy. So this started with the tradesmen, the money people of the city in a capital city of the Roman province of Asia. So this is kind of like the Washington, D.C. of the of the area. And they're concerned about the reputation of their goddess, which is Artemis. And they're also concerned with their pocketbooks because they're the craftspeople and that's where their wealth has come from. So here we are. We're in a world... Uh, uh, empire, and we're in Ephesus. The world empire is Rome. The Roman province is Asia, which is in uh, western Turkey, and Ephesus is the capital city. So you may be familiar with other cities from Ephesus. That is the seven churches uh, that are listed in Revelation. So that's Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. So all those things John in the book of Revelation talks about. And those churches were all established by Paul. So Paul was in Ephesus for two years. He probably didn't stay physically in Ephesus for those years. He likely traveled a couple days' journey to those other uh, cities. And my guess is that he actually traveled to them many times during that uh, uh, two, two years. So what we have here is not only a trade dispute, which is what it starts as, but that that the Paul is accusing the goddess of being uh, not real and the reputation not deserved, and the great goddess of Artemis is is not anything, and the magnificence is not maintained, and this reputation that Artemis theoretically has in all of Asia and all of the world is not universal. So this is a big deal. He's undermining the civil, economic, and religious interests of this whole city. So here it is. This is from Acts chapter 19. And uh, I'm going to start in verse 24. A man named Demetrius, a silversmith, who made silver shrines of Artemis, brought no little business to the craftsmen. And these he gathered together with the workmen in similar trades and said, Men, you know that from this business we have our wealth. And then here we go today. And you see in here that not only in Ephesus, but in almost all of Asia, that's how we know that Paul's been traveling around, all of this Asian province, this Paul has persuaded and turned away a great many people, saying that gods made with hands are not gods. And there's danger that not only this trade of ours may come into disrepute, but also that the temple of the great goddess Artemis may be counted as nothing. I think these guys are real believers in Artemis, because how they refer to the temple and how they refer to her. The great goddess of Artemis may be counted as nothing, and that she may be deposed from her magnificence, whom she and all Asia of the world worship. And when they heard this, they were enraged and were crying out, and then they have this little mantra, great is Artemis of the Ephesians. So the city was filled with the confusion. So I want to pay attention here to this confusion that happens. So the city was filled with the confusion, and they rushed together into the theater 
which holds like 20,000 people, more than 20,000 people, dragging with them Gaius and um, Aristarchus, and they were Macedonians who Paul's who were Paul's companions in travel. We actually find out a lot about more about these guys further in the Book of Acts and in the uh, books of Philemon and um, Colossians. So they're stayers with Paul, if you will. They survived this, is what I'm saying. So they dragged with them Gaius and Aristarchus, Macedonians who were Paul's companions in travel. But when Paul wished to go in among the crowd, listen to what his friends do. The disciples would not let him. And even some of the Asiarchs, who were friends of his, sent him and were urging him not to venture into the theater. Now some cried out one thing and some another, for the assembly was in confusion. Here's this confused assembly again. And most of them did not know why they had come together. Why are we here again? And some of the crowd prompted Alexander, whom the Jews had put forward, and Alexander, motioning with his hands, wanted to make a defense to the crowd, but when they had recognized he was a Jew, for about two hours they cried out in one voice, Great is the goddess of great is Artemis of the Ephesians. Okay, so to the confusion, something is going on. Let's gather in the theater. Most of them don't know what's going on. Remember, there's a mob here, a riot, which is when the object of your activity is inconsistent with the real object of your uh, opposition. They launch out at Gaius and Aristarchus. And what I like to see here today is what Paul is, how Paul's friends protect him. So two things. Number one, the disciples protect Paul and say, don't go into the theater, there's a mob in there. That is understandable. Those are his, you know, his disciples. But then here, the Asiarchs, now who are they? They're the guys that are in charge of the imperial Roman cult. So essentially, they're like the religious mayors of the Roman religion. In other words, they're Paul's kind of like direct enemies spiritually, if you will, but they're listed here as his friends. So in these two years that Paul has been in town, he's made friends of the people that are literally his opposition, that are worshiping the Roman uh, emperor. And of, of course, there's great confusion in the assemblies. They don't even know why they're there. Who are we mad at again? They don't, they're all confused. And that when Alexander, a Jew, goes forward, we don't know whether he's a believer Jew or an non-Christian Jew, but they just shout him down for two hours it's crawling out greatest Artemis of the Ephesians. So he gets canceled for two hours, if you will. So I love the scripture. It's a fun scripture, which is I'm calling this theology with a riot. So the theology is that you're, that the god of Artemis isn't true. She's not real. Her reputation is not deserved. The temple isn't anything, and her magnificence is not maintained, and the whole world doesn't worship her and shouldn't worship her, which I think is all true and has been proven true over the last 2,000 years. But the point is they don't know that at the moment, and they're pretty excited about their special uh, so-called goddess uh, Artemis. This is the argument about social discourse and being silenced, which I think is funny in today's uh, world. And uh, we, we get another riot here. Where there's some dragging and shouting and not listening and confusing. But my favorite part of today is that Paul has friends both on his side as well as the Asiarchs, who are the, the worshipers of the Roman emperor. So Paul is a friend maker. Let's do that today. I'll see you tomorrow.